and Jake. Hello, folks. Good to be back. I realize this is a, more or less a standard time for us to release the first podcast of the week, but it's been an eventful time for me personally in the intervening time since we last talked. So this feels like a triumphant return. How about you, Jake? I, I know you had a, a similarly uh, debauched weekend, travel weekend. Uh, I was just with the wife and kid. Yeah, but you know, whenever that kid gets into the coke, she just goes wild. Yeah, just goes nuts. Yeah, she had a, a real bender. <laughs> she won't listen to any of us. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I want to make sure that we first uh, make an announcement on the non-Patreon podcast. We forgot to, or I, I'll take personal responsibility. I forgot to do it last week. Um, one week from yesterday, I think is, uh, the, the official time is, uh, we're going to be bringing back the live shows. People, uh, people have always loved the live shows. COVID interrupted the live shows. And then, uh, our general, general malaise and inability to, uh, schedule things or think ahead killed it for another couple months, but now no longer, uh, twilight, the Dallas location. There's both a Dallas and a Fort Worth. We will be at the Dallas location. On Elm Street, uh, we will start at 8 p.m. and uh, go until around 10, and we'll have a great time. And we really hope to see everyone out there. Yeah. So you look good, by the way. Thank you, man. I feel good. You so, really do. Thanks. You know, you look wonderful yourself. Is it? Your hair looks nice. Is that a new shirt? It's not a new shirt. You know what? It's uh, it's an old shirt, but it's a shirt that I have not been wearing that much because uh, I pit out super hard in this shirt. But it's it's like down into the, the low 90s now. So we I can know. bring I, out some of the pit shirts. Exactly. Exactly. That's beautiful. Yeah. We love that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, last time we were talking, uh, <laughs> it feels like a, a lifetime ago, but uh, we were discussing... <laughs> Uh, the uh, various uh, interesting battles going on at, around my child's school uh, during the, <laughs> uh, the pickup time. Yeah. And uh, I was uh, I was explaining all more. this. What's that? We have more. Yeah. Well, I was uh, I I had that battle and then uh, the next day took my took a flight to Los Angeles to then uh, begin, you know, a, a, a tour throughout the southwest by car that uh, ended uh, around 10 p.m. last night. Um, and I would, I would love to talk about that more. I, I think right now we're uh, over the, uh, the podcast phone, and uh, this is a lot of stuff I'd like to tell you in person. So I think, uh, you know, sorry, folks, or the, uh, the non-Patreon folks, but uh, I, I think it probably makes a lot more sense to talk in greater detail about it tomorrow when we will okay. be in person. Um, but uh, I, so I, yeah, I flew to L.A., uh, our good friend Jorts picked me up, and uh, he took me to uh, a, a favorite spot that he showed me, uh, Zanku Chicken. Did you guys ever hit that up while you were out there? I know I was uh, repping it hard. Did not. I've heard of it. Yeah, it's uh, it was uh, Beirut. It was like one of the top 
chicken stands in Beirut, and then the the civil war happened. Was it mm. a civil war? <laughs> what happened in yeah. Lebanon? Yeah. Um. There there was some people. They were mad. There was a war. Uh, it was not a <laughs> this was not a great place to sell chicken for a, a hot minute there. Uh. So they they relocated to Los Angeles and uh, have have several spots around there. And so we were you know the second Atlanta we're not out of the airport. And I'm like, you think it's Zanku? And he's like, yeah. So we're we're <laughs> sitting there uh tucking into a delicious chicken wrap when uh, my wife texts me. <laughs> They're back. <laughs> that uh, there, there was a, a woman who had double parked her car in front of a, another woman, and they'd, uh, you know, the the, oh, the, no. the woman who double parked like just walked off, you know. Um, and then the other woman's like running after, her, like, Miss, you can't do that. You you cannot you cannot do there that. There he is. And uh, the woman's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm doing it. Like, car's there. Deal with it. And uh, so the the woman who says he can't do that, it's like you know she plays her. Uh, cl- the classic Caucasian Trump card officer, she can't do that because we got we got a you know, the school officer sitting at the intersection uh, right there, and uh, you know I don't know how much he wanted to be involved. I, I didn't at that point. I'm in my car, so I can't hear like everything that's said. Um, but yeah, so that that had happened the day before I left, and uh, when I'm sitting there eating my what? chicken, I just get a photo. It's uh, of the intersection. It's the officer again. <laughs> that was yeah. Fucking dude in scrubs talking to him, and uh, I guess the woman who had gotten the officer had had 24 hours to think about it. Didn't love how it went and said, uh, you know, get just going up the chain from officer to husband. Now, husband's got to talk to officers. He, uh, listen, I understand we have a, a tough, you, you know, of course, of respect what you're doing, but, uh, you know, my wife didn't Same. feel safe. I think the other woman, like, said she was going to hit her the day before or something like that, which, you know, uh, I don't, listen, obviously, double parking is illegal, and no one's, like, excited whenever someone bracks their car in front of yours and uh, just gets out, but... But we're all going to get our kids, you know, like it's not like I don't know how long she's going to be gone. She's going to get her kid. It's going to take about the same amount of time as it's going to take me to get my kid. Maybe, maybe I'll have to wait, what, three minutes sitting in my car waiting for her to get back. I can live with that. That's fine with me. Uh, But uh, she couldn't. And, uh, you know, went into a second day of the conflict. Uh, so I think it's, you know, at this point that was a week ago, I believe it's calmed down <laughs> since then. I did the pickup today and, uh, I can report no fights, full peace, but, uh, yeah, things were getting live. Yeah. So I went to, uh, <clears throat> I talked about, the <clears throat> excuse me. I talked about this on the air a little bit, but, uh, I went to a parent teacher conference for the first time the other night. Ooh, love that. Um, and that was cool. Like, I'm really into the place that uh, that we're about to send Nora to. Um, but there's obviously also the, why don't you guys just stop asking questions? <laughs> Is that a, was that what the teacher said to end the conference? It, well, I mean, it's, it's everywhere you go, right? You're just like, why don't you guys stop asking questions? It's whenever you get in a school building, regardless of age, scenario, setting. If you're in a school building, someone's going to ask too many fucking questions. Yes. They just have to ask questions. And like a lot of these people, in fact, I would say most of these people, like they were there last year. (laughs) Like, so none of this is new information to them. Um, And they just have to ask questions. 
Uh, is the lunch organic? And you're like, dude, you know the lunch is organic. <laughs> you know all of this. You know the answer to every single question you're asking. And then the weird part is uh, I went right from there to the GCISD school board meeting. Oh, yeah? you yeah. just kind of keeping an eye out? Kids are obviously not even in there yet if you're going to this not other meeting. Not even in there yet. Yeah. But yeah. We're just looking to do a little advanced scouting. How'd that go? Uh, dude, it was so weird. It was so weird. You would have loved it. <laughs> Sounds nice. Maybe I'll do yeah. a, uh, a fellowship church GCISD double dip one of these days. Yeah, two for you can stay the night over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess I don't really know what to say about it other than it, w- it was just weird. You know, I mean, did it feel like the free exchange of ideas? Uh, no, no, it did not. There were 197 signed up speakers. Whoa. Yeah. Did you speak? I did not. Yeah, I don't. I, I like, you know, I, I made it I, about I care 25 about speakers a in. Lot, and I, and I then I bailed. Speak. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 25 is yeah. a lot. They it get like, like three minutes each, right? Uh, So they said a minute. Okay. But they were definitely not cutting them off Ooh. at a minute. Yeah, no, you yeah. can't let them run roughshod like that. Yeah, it was a lot, man. It At was the a point lot. that you win the election, your primary job is just to fucking keep the meeting going. Everything else apparently, is... Apparently, it went on until like 1 a.m. Yeah. Who wants that? Nobody. We just need to coordinate our actions a little more, folks. Yeah. There's no side so. that's the, I hope this meeting goes till one side. Right. Yeah. So I bailed at about uh, eight thirty. Um, it was it was tough, man. Yeah. I live in a a very odd place. Yeah. I'd say that would be a a massive understatement. Yeah. You know, it's it is just weird, like how quickly because I gotta say, for the first several years of you living there. Like, you know, whenever, whenever we were, I, we were pretty focused on moving to the area that we eventually moved to. That was definitely like a top consideration, but right. I don't know, you know, like, uh, we, we record the podcast at each other's houses a lot. It would certainly like make things a little easier if we live closer together. So I, I would, I would pop up the Zillow type in grapevine every once in a while, just, you know, fuck around, just let's, let's get creative, see what's going on over there. It just seemed like uh, you know, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of cool things about it. You know, like where you live, you can walk to stuff. Uh, you know, you can have a good time. It, it just it seemed like a nice place. And I I, I don't know. It's just I, I don't think that it was any less or more racist then. Uh, mm-hmm. But just like fucking news has been happening. You know that that goddamn media did a podcast, and so now we're here. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I think the causation is uh, reversed. There uh, things you know. The political uh, fights came to a head, and and then the podcast happened. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I just I feel differently about Grapevine, despite knowing intellectually that like, well, what's the population turnover between when I was like Grapevine seems great, and now like, oh Grapevine, I don't know. Like what has one percent of the actual people there changed? Probably less if than that. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I I. Uh, I guess, you know, it's it's good to learn more and change your opinions, whatever you do. But uh, I don't know, man. It's a weird deal. 
It is a weird deal. Um, yeah, I, I guess I don't really have like a great answer for it. I mean, I, I, th- I think probably what happened is like uh, people saw what Southlake did and they were like, that looks dope. <laughs> so, you know, b- b- school districts just try to like mimic that. I don't even I don't even know, dude. I don't even know. Yeah, I mean, we've been all over it so many times. This is not, you know, like a life-shattering yeah, yeah. point. But I just, right. I just think about it, like all, like you know, the in my mind, it's a very clear line because, like, they had all kinds of meetings about racial issues over and over uh, before George Floyd happened, and then and like they went one way, and then George Floyd happened, and then all of the South Lake meetings went a drastically different way, uh, and. It's just, uh, I don't know, like, uh, yeah, it's a bummer that most people's reaction or that most people there's reaction to a fucking police murdering a guy seems to be like, well, all the people who look like the guy who got murdered, they're coming for us and we got to stop it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. don't know, man. I I feel a lot of sympathy for the, the guy who got murdered. Huh. <sighs> That would seem to be a fairly normal response. I was hoping so. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a sudden topic turn because I feel like we need one. Have you, uh, okay. You've been watching the Nathan Fielder show, yeah? Uh, I have one episode left. Okay. So you're way ahead of me. I've only seen the first one. Okay. Uh, but, you know, for folks who haven't seen, uh, it's called The Rehearsal. <laughs> it's uh, just a, a, about rehearsing social interactions. And uh, in the in the first episode, he's worried in the rehearsals of the social interaction that the guy's too distracted by uh, the uh, the trivia game that's going on around him. So he wants the trivia to become second nature, so he can focus on the interaction. So he hires actors uh, to just like be along a route that they're walking to like just bring up like just interject in the conversation answers to the trivia game. So like uh, they'll be walking by a construction worker. And he'll say, you know, we're building a tall building, but it's not the tallest building in the world. That's the Burj Khalifa. Yeah. And I just watched that and uh, I smacked myself on the forehead and said, I have simply not been doing enough with hiring actors to fuck with Jake. (laughs) What the fuck? Why would you think that? Like, how great would it be if just like left and right, like you're uh, you're at work. And, uh, you know, you're like trying to park in a spot and like, uh, you know, someone like, uh, you know, just real aggressively wheels in front of you and like gets out and starts like yelling curse words, like slurs of groups that you don't even belong to, you know, and you're you're just flabbergasted. And then he just like his face drops. He's like, TC got you again. How great would that be? That would not be great at all. That'd be so much fun. How much do you think that would take? These people love acting. How many acting gigs could there be in Dallas? They get to work? I bet like, what, you think like 60 60 bucks. You think that would get it done for like a a five minute fuck with Jake? Like, could you ruin my day for $60? (laughs) Well, I want to make it better. You know, once, once you know it's a joke, you'd be laughing, slapping your knee. Uh, yeah. You know what? I bet 60 bucks could do it. Yeah, it does. It I bet like, that would do it. Yeah, you know that's like what three trips to Whataburger. You know, I'd, I'd rather I'd rather go starving for a day than, than not do this. <laughs> if I had to, 
You're the worst. <laughs> That's a good idea. You you can see it. Think think about if uh okay you know set set aside the adversarial nature. Uh, man, it's too bad KJ moved away. Although I mean like it's not it's probably cheaper rates in Wisconsin. What if you and me probably, hired yeah. someone to fuck with KJ? How fun would that be? That would be fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah we got a team up situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm into. We can work together on the script. Just Did you have fun watching sesh? it? Oh yeah, yeah. I I love the one episode. I'll I'll continue to uh, to watch it. Yeah, it gets uh, considerably more fucked up. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I believe that, but I'll, yeah. I'll keep watching to find out. Kristen bailed. Oh, good. Okay, that's a, that's yeah. a strong statement. Yeah, yeah. It gets it gets so much more messed up, man. So all the things that the royals did in the crown, she she assigned on to that, but one guy yeah, messed she's around with, with some strangers. Yeah, exactly. Consistent stance, in my opinion. No, so, uh, what's with the word "infused"? What do you mean? Oh, I just, what kind uh, of intel I, do you have? I looked up the word "infused" in uh, Google search terms, uh-huh. and I thought, uh, "Boy, that's fucked up." The word "infused." Yeah, people are using that too much. Yeah, they do use it a lot. Look it up. The infused? Yeah. I think I know what it means. But I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm, I thought I knew what it meant. And then uh, then I Googled it, and I'm like, oh, man, this is, uh, this is being used a lot. Fill you know? or pervade? Soak in liquid to extract the flavor? From Look up the search problems. term. Infused? I did. Yeah. I just Googled infused. And you're going to see a, an upward trajectory. An upward trajectory. Just going straight up. In the search like, terms? Yeah, I've been doing that a lot. I've been uh, just looking up like Google search term uh, history, you know? I just, I I don't know what's going on here. My, my, when upon hearing it, I just wondered what your sources were. Because I, I bought something at a dispensary that used that word and... Yeah, see, Boy, that's the same sort of thing. It surprised I was at, uh, me. It snuck up yeah, on me. <laughs> did it? Oh, yeah. What happened? What happened? It was a little like a uh, like half gram bad boy, like the uh, uh-huh. like little little pre roll. That I mean, I hand to God at most four hits, and I'm just, okay. and I'm just mumbling at a pizza restaurant. Oh no, that's <laughs> not good. That <laughs> nobody wants that. <laughs> You know, we all made it through. Dude, it was a wild scene in general. Like uh the we were uh were pretty chill to wait or, you know, do anything. I I, I can't imagine a scenario where I would have yelled at anyone. Like my wife could have told me that like she's having someone else's kid. In that second I would have been like, uh Hope they grow up cool. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and uh, so I, I wasn't yelling at anyone, but it was a, a little bit of a clusterfuck trying to get seated at this pizza restaurant. And uh, the, the people in front of us uh, like started yelling at the manager. I think I think there was oh, two no. different groups. It was, you know, as I established, kind of hard for me to tell. But uh, I, I think that there was a guy that was waiting on takeout and a, a pair of guys that was trying to get seated. And all three of them were like, this is fucking bullshit. What the fuck are you guys doing? And like, uh, just stormed out. And, mm. uh, so then for the rest of the, because they're, uh, vacating the line, 
It actually uh, gives us a fine chance just to uh, hop to the front there. And uh, so we get seated pretty quickly, and our waiter comes over and, you know, is, uh, is doing a, a good waiter job, in my opinion. <laughs> but the uh, the manager who got yelled at is then just taking it out on my man, like, in view of us. Like, the manager's just, like, uh, fucking yelling at this guy hard. Mm. And I, I don't know, you know, I, I, uh, I showed my sympathy with a tip, but, like, I didn't really know. How, like, you don't want to be, like, uh, you know, going to your waiter and being, like, Boy, that guy seems to be cucking you pretty bad. That's sort of fucked up, huh? <laughs> you know, like the, I'm like I I I figured the best way to express sympathy was without any like direct, you know, whatever. Just fucking. Hopefully, he gets it by the fact that I left. You know, uh, more than you normally would. I I don't know, man. I don't know. It was wild. Sorry, you 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 were talking about infused. You get you getting some mail? I think we're done. With the whole podcast? No, with the dog. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now what are your options? I think we're good. What's the way to get off? I've been I've been asking myself, what's the way to get off this train without hating myself? Uh on what front? What are you saying? Like, I'm not going to feel good knowing that he's, like, out there at some fucking farm. Right. Like, we, we, we made a bond. You know, we pledged a bond. Think of all the good times we've had. I can't fucking leave him at a... I, I can't leave him at a farm. Yeah, well, Kristen probably once a week is like, why don't you just open the front door? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like... I might do that. Yeah. <laughs> we're you know, we're vetting I'm, that I'm, idea. <laughs> I might actually do that. I might just open the front door and then we'll see what happens. Uh, he, we'll uh, Henry got, uh, got spooked on Greenville and uh, slipped the leash, took off on a full sprint. And I thought, oh, no. I, th- I thought then <laughs> maybe this will just resolve itself. <laughs> <laughs> Praying hands? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, but, uh, for the first time, uh, in his like escape life, the thing he was doing was just running directly home. Like I, I just, I got to the door and he's waiting for me. So, uh, I, I don't, I don't think that could work for us. I I think he's decided that outside the house is not preferable to inside Mm. the house. Well, uh, I guess I'll have to try that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't really know. Yeah, I just I don't think the leave the open the door could work for us. You just get so. Have to did keep, you uh, keep brainstorming? Did you meet your hero? We did meet our hero. Yeah, yeah. Me, me and George got to, yeah, dude. Got to sit down with uh, the uh, the maker of Koyaanisqatsi, Powaskatsi, the the, the Katsi trilogy, all of them. Uh, yeah, on, uh, last week, kind of like beginning of the week, um, I finally bit the bullet and bought a whitepages.com account, like paid five bucks for a month of whitepages.com, typed in his name, Godfrey Reggio, uh, and it, uh, pulled up a number. I called the number. Guy was like, that's the wrong number. I said, that's tough. That's the only one it had listed. I was like, "Are you sure?" 
Like, do you know anyone who knows him? <laughs> like, I don't know, dude. Well, I don't, I don't know what I expected this wrong number. I just didn't want to end it there. Um, but yeah, no wrong number guy was like, it's a wrong number. But then on the, the white pages thing, it, uh, it listed his wife and had a contact for her. that was a landline. So I'm like, you know, he's 82. He very well could have a fucking home phone. This is probably the home phone. I'll call the home phone. So I do that. Uh, woman answers. I say, is Godfrey available? She says, who's this? I explain the deal. And she's like, uh, yeah, just call his studio. Gives me a number. I call the studio. A nice woman named uh, Laura answers. And uh, I give the same spiel to her about, you know, just passing through. We're two, uh, two artists inspired by his work. We'd love a, an audience. Yeah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> she's like, oh, yeah, of course. Let me get him on the line. He, uh, he answers. He says, T.C. Fleming, that sounds like a famous name. <laughs> agreed i'm blown away like i've I've heard that he's he doesn't like talking he's not in any of the movies there's no one talking in any of the movies uh but i've i've seen him interviewed a bunch of times so like the voice is in my head and to hear like the first thing i'm hearing is that voice saying my name i'm blown away um and uh so you know i i tell him we're passing through uh and he's like well uh, I've got a new film. I'd love to show it to you. You come by, you make a time with Laura. You come by, we'll set it up. I say, beautiful, sir. Thank you so much. And uh, we we made that time. We were a little early. Showed up to, uh, you know, real like uh, auto garage looking place in uh, Santa Fe, New Mexico. Uh, you know, we say hi to Laura. She brings us in. He just... Could not look more shamanic. Big beard. <laughs> okay. Big beard, beanie, uh, surrounded by uh, incense, uh, like a bunch of boards with like writing on them, like all of it seeming like like secrets of the universe, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, just, you know, proceeds to, to show us his new movie. Uh, it's like an hour. He said it. He said several times. He's like, it's it's fifty one minutes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we, we watched his uh, fifty one minute movie. He uh, he took questions for probably you know half hour, forty five minutes after. We said, sir, we don't want to take up any more of your time, and just ambled off into that Santa Fe evening. Was it amazing? Yeah, it was everything I could have hoped for. I. I was really? I was glad that Jorts was less like uh, tongue tied than I was. Like I I got out a couple questions, uh, but you know I don't know. I was I was very intimidated. It, it reminded me of whenever I first started working at the ticket. Like you just care so much about what those people think about you that like mm-hmm. anything you say, like there's the possibility that someone thinks it's a dumb thing to say, and it's like the second words you're out of your mouth, you're like terrified. That's my experience. Um, but you know, you got to overcome that to, uh, to try and try and get some, uh, get some knowledge, get some information, uh, in the beginning, this was, uh, kind of like one of the, I don't know, there's a lot to, uh, to meditate on in, in what he said. Uh, but one of the things that I really took away is so in, in the first movie, it opened like one of the title cards is Francis Ford Coppola presents. And then like, you know, the film by Godfrey Reggio, Koyana Scotsi, whatever. Um, and so, you know, I just asked them like, you know, how'd that come about? 
and uh, he said that uh, he was, you know, had had a lot of the footage done. Was editing it, and to uh, to edit it, he had uh, rented time at MGM. But like, I guess they'll give you a little bit of a discount if you'll come in like after hours. Like they'll give you an extra hour if you start your session at like seven p.m. and go till you know two a.m. or whatever it was. He said. And so he's just sitting in the MGM editing bay putting together this movie. And Coppola is just walking through MGM because, of course, and, uh, you know, sees it, watches some of it. And is just like anything you want, you know, like <laughs> this blows me away. Uh, he he said a thing of like, uh, you know, the, he said the Coppola said, like, you know, if my name's on there, people will get confused. They'll think that I made it. You know, we both got to be ready for that. But like, uh, you know, if that's okay with you, that, uh, you know, it, it, it could help it get more places. And, and I want to do that. Um, and that was funny because the the first couple times I heard about it, it was like, yeah, there's this movie. I think like maybe like Francis Ford Coppola made it. Because, <laughs> um, you know, it's like prom- it's the name you've heard in the title cards. Uh, but yeah, just uh, I don't know. I, I just I. That to me kind of said, you know, obviously like getting into MGM is a big deal and it's, it's important to be like at the, at the, to place yourself at the nexus of uh, where these great ideas are happening. But like if you can just get close enough, like it's not like he asked for a meeting with Coppola or like right. that he was hustling hard for it or whatever. He was just making his shit and his shit was just so good that people walking by it couldn't help but stop and be like, what can I do? Uh, so I don't know, man. That's what I'm trying to do. What else did you uh what else did, did you do while you were out there? In Santa Fe specifically or in general? General. I haven't talked to you in like six days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, so you know, the most of the time was spent in Vegas doing regular Vegas stuff. Um, but uh the drive back we uh the first day we hit Sedona, the second day was Santa Fe, and then we just bit the bullet, did the long drive. Um and uh I know. I know you. You also. Uh, you came very close to going to Sedona yourself, and uh, yeah. I'm just letting you know. Um, after that experience, I'm. I'm giving you a guarantee, whether you like it or not. Uh, our 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 families with the kids. We got to do that in the next like five years. You think it's a wonderful place for families. It's close to the Grand Canyon. It's close to the big meteor, and it's just it. I, I don't know. I, I'm not. I, I hate the desert generally. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I can't recall too many good times I've had in the state of Arizona. Um, but uh, Sedona is a different deal. Like we uh, we came up at it from the, the south because we had another little uh, thing, uh, you know, that we, we hit up before. Like we went from Vegas to a uh, the experimental future community called Arcosanti. <laughs> What? <laughs> um, and then uh, then up to Sedona. And so you're in like, you know, not like huge mountains, but like mountains, uh, like regular looking mountains through, you know, like at that point, it's not like Phoenix desert. There's there's some green going around and uh, I'm loving it. You know, I'm like, this is so cool. Like if Sedona's like this, I'm going to love it. Uh, just like, you know, cool mountains and like some amount of vegetation and like I'm in. But then you just keep going, dude. And it just turns into shit you've never seen before in your entire fucking life. Unless you've seen like pictures of other people who are blown away by visiting Sedona. 
Like it's just fucking like I you know I've I've in uh fucking Koyaanisqatsi I think it's more southern Utah not uh, northern Arizona, uh but there's there's a lot of like you know Southwest stuff like that and everyone's seen the various named rocks I don't even remember their names but if a rock has a name you know it's it's probably it's in either fucking Australia or uh, or Arizona somewhere and uh, you know. It's just all that shit. It is. It's just. It's the coolest looking fucking mountain. I'm not even sure that you would call them mountains. It seems like some more alien word uh, would uh, would would fit here. Um, but yeah, the town's just like nestled in a little valley amongst them. Uh, there's there's a bunch of uh, you know greenery, small trees, and it's just it's just fucking cool. The place that we stayed um, was uh, was awesome. It had uh, like a, a little trail you could hike up. I don't know, three minutes. And be like at the top of you know, so just be able to see everything around. Uh, so we we did that at sunset. Took in a bunch of beautiful vistas. Uh, there's there's a pool, and uh, and it was, it was a very reasonable rate. I I don't know what you know. Maybe maybe we're just like going at the right time or something. But I think it's sufficiently remote that it's not like insane expensive. I could be wrong about that. But like you know, our, our hotel wasn't that much. I'll say that with confidence. Okay. Um, but I don't know for, for as cool of a place it is. And I'm, I'm sure like everywhere else, uh, you know, it'll, it'll cease being this way at some point, like as we move towards people just being able to live in resort towns all the time, um, because of uh, remote work and such, uh, I, I would guess that, uh, Sedona, I mean, shit, I'm sure it's already fucking changed a lot in the last three years or four years or whatever. Uh, but it seemed to me like it was still pretty chill. Um, so yeah, it was cool. You'd like it. I just went to uh, San Antonio. Yeah, I'd love to hear about it. You're fucking, it looked like a cool-ass place. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Um, there wasn't much there. I mean, it's just, you know, wife, kid, hang out. Um, there's not much there. I, You know what? The other thing, too, is that I will say is, like, uh, I know that you're, like, a big fan of uh, San Antonio in general, I am. I don't think I am. Ooh, what's your? I don't what's think I beef? am. Um, I'm not into like the mission style like architecture. See, I, I, just, I do I, like. I, it. I don't think I like it too much. You know, it's just cool that a city that's the city itself is a similar size to Dallas. I think it's bigger. Technically, you know, like obviously our suburbs are more rocking, so you know, that's right. what it is. Combo it. Um, but uh for a city to be like that close to us and like have a pretty distinctive identity, you know, and like it's definitely different. There's it's, no doubt about cool. that. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I saw There's you hit no up doubt the pearl. it's different. Uh I like that quite a bit. Yeah. Had you been down there before? Have not. Yeah. Uh have not. probably like five or six years ago now. Um, but whenever, uh, you know, treasured listener sent us, uh, sent me and Megan down there to, uh, he, he set up a thing at the, the Pearl. I'm trying to remember. I think the place is just called Cured. Um, That's, uh, when the rabbit died, right? No, no, no. <laughs> Not every time I'm friend. in San Antonio, the, the, the rabbit died. Our good died. friend Clinton. 
no, no. This this was a different deal. This was uh, <laughs> whenever we uh, the hotel. I'm trying to I'm trying to remember the name of the hotel since they were nice enough to give me a free room <laughs> and like set up this fucking beautiful dinner. The restaurant the restaurant is called Cured though. Okay, yeah. good, good. I, I, I yeah. just don't want to say the like because if I say the wrong name, it's probably going to be of a competitor. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so uh, it's a Marriott. Right. That it, it's a Marriott. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the cure is the coolest thing. Like I, I don't have this happen in my life a lot where like I arrive at the restaurant and they're like, we've been waiting for you, sir. Would you like a tour? <laughs> and they like, that sounds famous. They told, yeah, yeah, absolutely. They, they were like, just based on the name, I think we should treat him well. Um, and, uh, yeah, they're, they're like telling me where they like sourced all the materials to like build the build. Uh, the buildings, like the management, like where the fucking managers were for the brewery. Uh, you know, and they just turned it into a restaurant. And that was some of the best food I've eaten in my entire life. Uh, yeah, I, I, Pearl's real cool. Yeah, it's a nice, that that entire district down there is is super, super cool. But past that, eh. Sounds like a guy eh. that didn't get out to Brackenridge Park. Well, let me tell you something. The Riverwalk sucks. See, I, I don't have any problem with the Riverwalk. I think it's fucking terrible. Riding electric bikes down by the uh, HEB headquarters. Beautiful. It's it's not good. That's a magical evening. It's uh Kristen compared it to uh like like Bourbon Street. And I think that's that's pretty accurate. You don't like Bourbon Street? <laughs> not really. It's one of no. the most beloved streets in all of America. No, it's not. Anybody who's been there knows it sucks. And then in the Riverwalk, you can get more like uh, margaritas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. I. 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 In general, I don't think it's that cool of a city. Gonna Sorry. Have to agree to disagree. I'm certainly not backing it. down from my position that it is cool. Okay. So we're just going to be at an impasse. Okay. Looks like they had a cool pool at the resort. You know what? Uh, I mentioned this to Dan today. It was kind of funny because they had like uh, the kid pool, the normal pool, and then they had like the adult pool. (laughs) Could you do whatever the hell you want? And I wanted to go down there so bad. Uh Uh-huh. I'm like, damn, man. You know, you have like two or three beers and you're like, I'm going to the adult pool. (laughs) Just going to go. I never did. Just I uh, never did. pop your trunks off. Right, exactly. Right. Like, <laughs> let's see what's popping down here. <laughs> I hear the bass thumping. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, no, I was I was at some pools that featured bass speakers. And you just set those out? No, no. I I hopped in that pool. Of course you did. I was talking to fucking hairdressers from Des Moines, my man. <laughs> Des Moines. Uh, yeah, I set that out. I set that out. No, uh, whenever we... So, uh, you know, multiple time guest, Michael Sertain, uh, mm-hmm. on this podcast, and he has his own podcast, The Michael Sertain Show. Um, and uh, whenever I told him, hey, coming to Vegas, we'd love to see you, he said, uh, are you going to be there on a Friday? And I said, we will be there on a Friday. And he said, well, Fridays, I host the uh, Playboy search 
at the Wet Republic Pool bikini competition. I'm like, okay, okay. Let me know what time it starts, and I'll be there. And uh, so we we were back time and everything. Like we were waking up early in the morning to make sure we could be, you know, from Los Angeles to Vegas to uh, to, to see to see what Playboy's looking, what their options are. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we we get there. It, it, every single time it's it's something like this with him i'm just like i'm so used to someone being like oh just show up and tell the bouncer like whatever it'll be fine you're not on a list but it'll be it'll be fine like in my life it's never fine <laughs> you know like there's no yeah. time that i just walk up and i'm like uh i'm with uh this guy and they're just like oh yeah of course <laughs> um right but uh so I, I walk up to the first like rope or whatever because uh, I, I see a couple different ones and like some of them look more intimidating than others, like more high profile, more VIP. So I'm like, let's go to the bottom ranked. Like, you know, it's kind of a longer line. Uh, it, you know, it doesn't look like purely rich people in it. So like, I'm just going to pop in that one. So I, I get down to there and I'm like, yeah, um, you know, Michael Sertain sent me. Uh, he said that, you know, whatever. And they were like, oh, no, sir. Uh you do need, you need to go to like the where over there where it says VIP tables, okay. like the, the nice one. I'm like, okay, uh, I do that. T- give the name, guy. Fucking scribble something on a ticket. There you go, boss. Head on in. And uh, upon getting in, like uh, sort of looking around, and you know you can like see uh, these places. They don't make they like the point of the places is for it to be really easily obvious what like the high dollar areas are. And so I, I see the uh, the high dollar cabanas, and I'm like, that's probably where Mike is. I'll kind of wander over there. Uh, the second I do, I see him. He says, "Come on back. You're not supposed to be here, but they're not going to stop me. Come on, let's go." <laughs> Pulls me and Jordan back. Uh, like all the competitors are there, and just like they're they're about to go on, but like he's going down the line like one by one. You know, like this is my friend TC. You know, hi, I'm Sarah, <laughs> you know, like uh, just having a having a great time meeting good people. Um, and then uh, then oh, the most amazing thing. This was so fucking cool to see. Um, I, I wonder if he posted. I wonder if it's allowed to be posted. I, I don't know, uh, because he he looks at me. He's like, get video of this. And then it's uh, like, ladies, come in. And they all put their hands in. And my man gives them a fucking coach pep talk about this bikini competition that was beautiful. I was moved. He's like, we got one more week of this. We got today. We got one more week. Then all the pizza you want, all the burgers you want, but we got to, we got to stay tight for this week. And I just appreciate so much all you coming here. And so anything you need from now on, we have a bond. You want to go to the paradise challenge? You, you just, you DM me. You want to get into any club? You DM me. We're all here in this together. All right. Playboy on three. He said Playboy on three. And they I all fucking it. they all fucking one, two, three, Playboy. I love it. And then break and go out there. I love it. It you was know, awesome. In this room, fellas, we fight for that inch. <laughs> That's right. That's what he's telling the fucking girls in bikinis. You know, uh pissed away all my money, believe it or not. <laughs> Shout out everyone who ever loved me. Mm-hmm. But in this room, fellas, we fight for that inch. Absolutely. <laughs> have you seen? Uh, have you seen Keep Sweet, Pray and Obey, the FLDS doc? 
No. Have you heard about this at all? No. It's a big Netflix doc. It's great. I want, it's, it's a near perfect documentary. I would like this for every story because I, whenever the, the El Dorado, Warren Jeffs, uh, you know, the Mormon polygamist cult story broke, I was in college. I was aware that there was something going on in West Texas. It involved having lots of wives, many of them young, but like I, that, that's the most that I knew. And I just want someone to like, cause at, the, at that point, you know, they don't have like the good detail, like the inch, like the, the, the full details, you know, like you, you're just, you're just reading through headlines. And so you don't get a, a like a, a picture where you're like, okay, I really know what's right. going on here. And that just comes later, you know, whenever they take a fucking decade to put together a beautiful documentary. And, uh, that's what we have here. I need this on every story. The, the paddock one I hope is coming out soon. Uh, it's not it never will <laughs> well on this one you can get pretty much all your questions answered and uh okay uh i i heard about it because uh jordan was repping it to me so much so uh me and him are standing there uh as mike's introducing all of these competitors and uh one of them he says is from colorado city arizona which we both know from the documentary is a town pretty much exclusively populated by members of the FLDS sect. And then the mm-hmm. next thing Sertain says is she's a survivor of a polygamous cult. <clears throat> and this fucking bikini competitor <clears throat> walks across the stage and, uh, you know, just does regular bikini competition stuff. And after, you know, like in between which, rounds. Which, by the way, like real quick, I don't even know what that means. You know, he's just giving the thing and she's kind of doing like a, a catwalk, you know, does a twirl, whatever, that sort of thing. Okay. Um, and a twirl. Uh, yeah, yeah. And and so in between rounds, like we see her and, you know, like say hello. And uh, yeah, dude, she, she just says like she's part of the deal. I think uh, Izzy's getting upset. Um, but okay. yeah, that's, that's the main story. What's wrong, sweetie? But yeah. What's up, Iz? Jake says hello. What's up, Iz? Hello. Yeah. Uh, I oh, I th- I think that she just offered. This is this is my final thing, and then, then I'll uh, then we can break for the day. Um, okay. I I think that we just like you know we're like yeah that's that's amazing you know she she clocked it immediately she was like oh you've seen the documentary we we're like yeah mm. yeah we have uh and she uh she let us know that she'd uh, she'd been out for about five years okay and whatever you put so that together n- not that old uh yeah and, and she just <laughs> like Warren got locked up in like 2010 yeah he's at his yeah. So Warren got locked up, and for seven years, she was just like, well, he might be the prophet. I mean, like... I'm going to stick around. Well, I mean, she, it's, it's probably not her call. I'm betting that whenever he got put up, she was like 11 or something, uh, you know, in 2010. So... I hope so. Uh, I, I don't know exactly, but, you know, she, she was not a... a I, I'm confident she was not like an, an adult whenever he uh, went went off. So I'm, it's, it's her parents' call, but uh, I don't know, man. Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. I couldn't and believe it. And now she's just winning competitions in Las Vegas. Absolutely. She uh, she placed. She's uh, she's moving on to the she finals. Placed. She placed. Okay, great. Yeah. Great and, news. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's just a real from one end of the spectrum to the other uh, existence. So, you know, 
We're uh, we're we're hoping that she does real great this Friday. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna pull for her. Thank you. That's huge. Yeah. All right, I'll see you. Cool. Thanks, man. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next. So until tomorrow, for everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.